everyone and welcome back to the most magical podcast on the internet. The Why We Disney team is so excited to have another interview for you all. I think you're going to be familiar with the shop and if you're not, you're going to fall in love after this episode. So here we go. We're going to do a little interview for you and we hope you enjoy. Welcome back everyone. My name is Casey and as always, I'm joined with my amazing, beautiful co-host, Kara. Hey. And I am so excited to introduce a very good friend and small shop owner, Marissa from Lily & Co. Apparel. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We are doing amazing. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Like, I know you're probably super busy. So thank you just for joining us. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited for this interview today. Oh my God, you're the cutest thing. Well, listen, so we believe that everyone has a story and everyone's story is so important. So we're going to give you an opportunity to tell your story. How this is going to go is we're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about why you love Disney. And we're also going to talk about your small shop, which I'm so excited to talk about. Is that cool? Sounds good. All right. So I am going to go ahead and jump into the meat of today's episode. The very first question is, where can our listeners find you on any social media platforms that you have or website or anything like that? So you can shop with us directly on Etsy. You can find us on Etsy. Um, Our handle will be Lily and Co Apparel. Mm -hmm. And then the same for our Instagram and our Facebook. It's also Lily and Co Apparel. Um, We're definitely more active on Instagram than Facebook. Our Facebook is kind of just linked. So if you ever need us, Instagram is definitely where to find us. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. Kara, same for the podcast too, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We're so active on Instagram, but on Facebook, it's just kind of like, we just put our information on there and link it constantly. (laughs) You may just go to my Instagram. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, so we ask every uh, guest that we have on this next question, and it's why do you, Disney, why is it so important to you? Oh, that's that's like a loaded question. It's so So loaded. Disney is like, when I say this, like I mean it wholeheartedly. Disney is my life. Uh, Disney has been my life since literally the day that I was born. Um, I can remember like my mom would tell me stories. Like I was like three weeks old and she took me to the movie theater to see The Lion King because it had just came out. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've just grown up with Disney. I would come home from daycare and I'd watch the like 1990s sing-along songs. Um, and it's nausea, right? <laughs> but, um, like going to the Disney store, family vacations growing up. Um, and then when I got older, I hadn't been to Disney for a while. So I wanted to go to Disney as an adult. And I just like completely fell in love with Disney all over again in a completely different version from when you're a child to when you're an adult and now it's just it's just my life when I need an escape it's Disney when I need to you know when I'm working I'm, I have Disney music on I have Disney movies on like Disney is literally just my life and it's my happy place and it's what keeps me going and yeah <laughs> I love that so much it's so funny it's like a downward slope like once you start you don't stop like no you, you can't just- you fall more and more in love with it, right? Yeah, yeah. For it sure. definitely an addiction. <laughs> but it's a good addiction to have. It is. Disney it is definitely a good addiction. I love that um, terminology. And I know a lot of us like Disney enthusiasts, we, we talk about things so passionately. 
because we're like, oh, I love Epcot. I love Magic Kingdom, the castles, the everything. Um, and so that's kind of why we wanted to start off with a little game, if that's okay with you. Because us Disney enthusiasts, we love getting to know each other through what we love about Disney. But this game is uh, One Has to Go. You <laughs> two options. You're going to let us know one has to go. And uh, listeners and viewers, play along too and let us know in the comments which one you think has to go because we love a little Disney controversy. Okay. Yeah, do it. So, Marissa, the first one Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Which one has to go? This is so hard because I love them both, but I would say. Um, the Christmas party only because I love dressing up for the Halloween party and I love being able to see everybody else's costumes. That's like the highlight of Mickey's Not So Scary. Casey, do you have an answer? Um, I would also let go of the Mickey's Mary. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess I don't, I'm more of a Halloween fan than a Christmas fan, but yeah, I would let it go. Honestly, I hate this game because I wouldn't let anything go. Like, I, I just want new things. I don't want to have anything go away. So this game is tough. Yeah. What about you, Kara? What would you I take away? I can't let anything go because I haven't been to either one. Oh. So they're on my bucket list, not my to-go list. Well, I hope they bring it back because you need to go because Boobash is not even comparable. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> well, on to the next one. And this one is near and dear to my heart. Happily Ever After or Epcot Forever. Epcot Forever has to go. I agree. Happily Happily Ever After has a special place in my heart. And I am like, the tears are going to come down my face just thinking about like that it's retiring and yeah, it's sad. On September 29th, if anybody wants to come watch it with me for the last time. (laughs) I'll be there. Shut up. Are you going to September 29th? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're gonna find someone should stream it. I need to see it. Yes, yes. we'll stream it. We'll stream it. Oh, Marissa, I'm so excited! Yay! Talking about shows, guys, we have some two more: Fantasmic or the Star Wars Galactic Spectacular. Star Wars Galactic Spectacular has to go. Fantasmic is just like top notch. It's such a classic. Fantastic has to go for me, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Casey. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my word. Yep. I don't like this game. Continue. I I can't even like. I can't even comment on that. Next. Okay, Marissa. Disney's Pop Pop Century Resort or the All Star Movies Resort. All Star has to go. It's got to go. That's a no brainer. Same. I think Pop Century just has a leg up mo- a lot because of the Skyliner now. It does. Yeah, that's like definitely a plus, especially for a value resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Next, we have two parks, Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios has to go. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, specific reason? Yeah, so... Animal Kingdom is definitely tied for, like, my favorite park between um, Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. I love um, the safari. That is, like, hands down one of my favorite things, Um, especially over the past few years, like, that I've been going so many times each year. We've literally, like, got to see the baby gorillas grow up. So, like, being able to go there and check on Gracie every time is, like, an experience to see how big she's gotten. Um, 
Flight of Passage and Everest are hands down my two favorite rides. So I love it. Yeah. Wow. How about you guys? I'm sending Animal Kingdom pack in. Kara, what about you? <laughs> Honestly, as long as I get to keep Epcot, I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. So speaking of Hollywood Studios, we have two rides to choose from. Toy Story Mania or Slinky Dog Dash. Ooh, that's a hard one. Um... I love Slinky, but I feel like Slinky has to go because I just love Toy Story Mania. I love how interactive it is. I feel like we don't have enough of those games or rides, I should say. Yeah, I agree. We need more interactive rides, Disney. If you're listening, yes, <laughs> we need more interactive rides. Slinky is gone for me too. Kara, I think Slinky's gone for you too, right? Slinky is for sure, definitely 100% gone. I have some, <laughs> some problems with its wait times. <laughs> And last one, Haunted Mansion or Journey of the Little Mermaid. These are two Magic Kingdom classics. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but Haunted Mansion. <laughs> I just, I love Haunted Mansion, but I love like the Little Mermaid. That's just the classic. Yeah. How about oh you? my gosh. <laughs> I So I made these and I didn't think I'd actually have to answer this question. So, wow. Kara, what are you? I I I don't know. It's hard um, because they're if you think about it, they're two very similar rides. They're both yeah. dark rides, they're both like movie scenes. Um, but like Marissa said, for me, the Little Mermaid is just like, you know, nostalgic. So mm-hmm. I have to get rid of Haunted Mansion. And my mom would like be really mad. That's like her favorite ride. <laughs> Kara's gonna get hate from her mama. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know which one I would do. I'm not going to answer because it's our podcast and I don't have to answer. <laughs> it's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard, so I won't do it. <laughs> All right. So so I want to, that's it with our game, unfortunately. Um, listen, we can't do too many of those because I get sensitive, okay? I know. <laughs> It'll get heated really quick, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I did some research on your Instagram, Marissa, and you're, you are in like your whole entire Instagram is like you and another girl and y'all are always twinning, always matching. Y'all are so cute. You probably go to Disney together all the time. Is that your sister or your best friend or tell me who that is? That is basically my sister that was separated at birth. So we're not officially sisters, but we are the bestest of friends. And I've never met somebody who's more like me in my entire life. And we just, we click and we get each other on so many different levels. So we are just inseparable. That's so sweet. She also has a shop too, coincidentally. <laughs> I was going to ask about her small shop. So um, so insider joke, okay. I almost asked you, both of you to be on. And we were going to do like a double shop interview. Yeah. And I, I literally, the date snuck up on me and I completely forgot. But that would have been a really good that would have been a really good one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So she has her small shop too. Let's go ahead and give her a shout out. Tell me her small shop and where people can find her on Instagram. So you I can, know she'll be listening. Yeah. So you can shop her on Etsy and hers is shimmering ever after. And hers is also the same for um, Instagram and her Facebook is linked. It's also shimmering ever after. And I just want to shout out that um, people that know these shops 
know that when Lillian Co. makes a shirt, Shimmering Ever After is going to make a matching pair of ears. And this is something that I appreciate because I know these two shops. I know that they're going to make matching apparel. I don't have to like go searching for the best little chef ears or the perfect uh, Hollywood studio. Like it's just, it's great. Thank you. Thank you. That's what like, that's one of the fun things that we love doing together. Cause it's like, it's nice. I know a lot of people don't have time to go out and find a shirt or matching ears or even something like, like the Hollywood studio one that we came out with, like that's very rare. Like you're not going to find really a pair of ears to match that or a shirt to match those ears unless you're just something plain. So it's nice that you have like a shirt and the ears and you call it a day and your outfit's done for Disney. Yes. Oh I have her Hollywood studios ears and I need to get your shirt to match. Yes. I love that. I was just talking the other day. I was like, one of our next trips, like we have to wear that to Hollywood studios. Cause I just, I make them and I'm like, Oh, I love this every time I make it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And that y'all are so close too. It's very cute. I yeah. love it. Your Instagram thank is adorable. You. Oh, thank you. So you do run Disney events, right? Yes. Are So are you signed up for a run Disney event now? Because I think that they're back, right? They are back. Um, fingers crossed. They don't get canceled again. The- That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think they're going to go virtual? I really hope not because my heart will be devastated. I know there have been some other in-person races, um, smaller ones, like all over the country. So I think as long as they can keep COVID to a minimum, I think we'll be okay. I mean, Disney has a really good way of doing things. And even through the sign-up process um, with the half marathon, they're going to give you different start times. There's going to be, I think, four different start times. So they're already... I know they already have something in place. We're going to break people up and spread us out a little bit more than what used to be pre-COVID because pre-COVID there was literally, it was like fireworks, but for run Disney, there was thousands of you like literally on top of each other in the morning. So yeah, fingers crossed. I'm sure they have something in plan to make it work, but yeah, I want to hope that they don't get canceled, but well, back to what yeah. I was saying. the first one is in um, November and that's wine and dine. Then they'll have marathon weekend in January and then run princess in February in February. Are you signed up for all of these runs or? I am only currently signed up for Run Princess. Um, I haven't done Wine and Dine Weekend yet. I've done Marathon Weekend and I've done Princess and Princess is just the one that holds a special place in my heart. That was the first um, weekend that I've ever run. So that's like very sentimental to me. Yeah, that's the first one I ever ran too was the Princess Run. Um, I guess it was two years ago in 2020, right before the shutdown. Are you running this year? I, okay. I want to see an in-person Disney run before I sign up for the next one, because I signed up for the star Wars one that was supposed to happen this year. And they turned it virtual and I got my money back because I was like, I really want to run at Disney. Yeah. It's I've, I've done a few of the virtual ones since COVID, but they're just not the same. I, I and I even said to myself, I was like, if something else goes virtual, like I'm just not even going to do it. Cause it's like, you do it for the experience. You do it for the characters, the course, running through your favorite place. Like that's what you pay yeah. for, not to run at home. Kara, Kara, you did a virtual run. I've never run at Disney. Yeah. I didn't even know run Disney was a thing until like two years ago. Like, oh. <laughs> yes. Um, but when COVID hit, I was like, okay, I guess I should like exercise and what better way to do it than like the, uh, in what incentivize and in, what incentive there it is words um to get a disney medal and i was like i want a disney medal so i've done the virtual but i've never done an in-person race 
We got to get you to an in-person race. Someone, please. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> We're going to, we need to get the print. I'm telling you, like, Kara would die for the princess run, for real. It's amazing. The wake up calls are a little brutal, but it's all worth it after it's over and done with. Right. It's like 4 a.m. Like, you you have to be there at 4 a.m. Yeah. So you literally have to wake up at 2 a.m. At the time you wake up, you get your costume on, you go to the bus, you get there. It's rough, but it's so worth it. Like, I, nothing in this world compares to it ever, ever. No. I'm like, race weekends are like some of my most memorable Disney trips. They're exhausting, don't get me wrong, but yeah. you make so many memories and they are just, it's a completely different way to Disney. Completely yeah. different. I agree. I agree. Well, guys, do not go anywhere. We will be right back after this ad break and we're going to talk about Marissa's small shop. I'm so excited. Okay, guys, we are back with our marvelous interviewee, Marissa of uh, Leighton Co. And so we are just going to talk a little bit about her small shop because I know everyone wants to know the details. Everyone wants to go buy it, get some discount codes. But like we want to know, Marissa, kind of a little bit more of the backstory, some information. So my first question is, is this your full-time job? Do you do this as a side hustle? Is this like just your magic money maker? Explain the job for me. Well, when I first started, it was not my my um, full-time job. Hold on, let me do that one. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay, when I first started, it was not my full-time job. I just did it on the side. I had another job, and I was in a very demanding program at school. So this is kind of just like my side gig. You know, I did it to make myself happy, to bring some Disney magic to my life. But when COVID had hit, and towards the end of my schooling, I really took that time to take it off, give it my all and make it full time. And here I am and it's my full time job and I've never been happier. I get to do what I love every single day and I get to make magic for everyone listening or anyone who buys from my shop and I it makes me so happy. Love that answer. Good answer, Jeopardy. Good answer. Thank you. <laughs> um, so like you're talking about starting the company. Like what made you want to start it in the first place? Was there an inspiration? I we all know your love for Disney, but are you like, I love shirts and Disney? What what brought you to this? So going way back, when I actually first started in Etsy, I didn't even make shirts. Fun fact. Wait, I started yes. So I started off making, I don't know if you've ever seen them, but like the twisted wire ears. Have you ever seen those? Yeah. So I bought the wires. Yeah. So I started making ears and I made that because I wanted fun pair of ears that weren't at the park. So I did that for a while and I sold some, but then I just really fell out of love with it and I wasn't happy with what I was doing. And I was like, you know, I think I need to like reevaluate and like see what I want to do. So I started making my outfits for the park days and my Disney trips. And that's when my creativity literally just took off and I was able to do what I love. And I fell in love with my business again and I rebranded and I came out as Lillian Co. And now I make shirts. How, uh, quick question. So how do you, do you screen print or are they vinyl? You know, just kind of for the listeners looking at your stuff. 
So everything currently is vinyl right now. We have tested screen print, but it's not currently in our shop. So it is all vinyl right now. Yes. I'm obsessed with everything I have from Lily and Co. Apparel. Thanks. And I'm waiting on something to come in. I ordered it the other day for the 50th. I'm so excited about it. It's super magical. I know. I can't wait. Casey, it's interesting that you brought that up because I was going to ask that sidebar question. I know a lot of Etsy shop owners are like, I'll make shirts. And then not know any idea what they're doing. So did you kind of have some background knowledge on shirt making? Or is this all like self-taught? What, what was this all about? Yeah, so I really didn't have any knowledge. I just taught myself. Um, I have my machines that I've kind of used to make other projects with. And then from there on, I just trial and error, trial and error until I got something that I was proud of and that I knew that I would be happy giving to somebody else. I wouldn't give somebody something if I wouldn't wear it myself. So I made sure my products were up to my standards and I, I have really high standards to make sure that that's a good product to give to somebody for them to wear and to have forever and to know that it's going to last. Yes, absolutely. And so talking about your products, like I have two questions. Yes. What is your favorite product in the shop and what do you believe is your best seller? Okay. Let me start with the best sellers because that's easy. So right now we currently have two very best sellers. Um, our little chef Remy Pockety is definitely one of them. He is flying off the shelves and I know everybody's excited to wear him to the opening day and opening weekend. So I can't wait to see everybody there with those on. And then secondly, we have a shirt that we came out with last year, but we kind of came out with it at the end of the Halloween season. So it wasn't very big, but it's definitely taking off this year. And it's an orange t-shirt and it says Mickey is my boo on it. And everybody is loving that one this year. Yeah. Those, those, <laughs> those are our two best sellers. Um, my favorite right now, ooh, this is a hard one. I would say my favorite is definitely the 50th design that we've came out with so far. And <laughs> I love, I also love the Mickey is my boo right now. He's just so cute. I agree. Very cute. Thank you. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry, Kara. Let me catch up there. So, um, I like in some of your pictures on your Instagram, like some of your shirts are cropped and I read like one of the captions the other day, uh, like you crop them yourself, right? Yes. So when you buy from us, they do not come cropped. They just come regular length. If you yeah. want them cropped, you can crop them at home and we will be more than happy to tell you how to do that if you wanted to do that. But yeah, it was just a nice way to add a little bit extra touch and give it a different style. I love it. I love the crop. But um, do you mind telling us how to do it? Like, of course. Really so, quick, like not too detailed, hopefully. I know you just don't just hang it and cut it. Like, no, really not. So I usually I usually put it on myself first to see where I want it to lay, uh, like to cut it. So it's not yeah. too short. It's not too long. I usually yeah. mark it with either like a pen or a piece of chalk, something little, just so you can see. Then you're going to lay it flat and you're going to lay it either like on a cutting um, mat or... A cardboard you don't want to just cut it directly on something because the blade will go through and then you're going to take a rotary cutter the rotary cutter is going to give you the cleanest cut because you can just take the rotary cutter and cut it straight across if you do scissors you're going to have a jagged edge yeah so you just cut it straight across and then you're good it's really simple wow why did i think that was going to be so much more difficult than that was nope <laughs> it's easy <laughs> 
I have another sidebar question. I'm sorry. I'm going so off script here. Are you, are you going to come out with anything? Like I love like long sleeve, like tight, like spirit jersey things. Do you have any types of those products in the makes? So we do have spirit jerseys in the shop right now. I haven't really have a chance to do any new designs of spirit jerseys because I feel like they don't sell that much anymore. But I can do custom spirit jerseys if you ever wanted a custom spirit jersey. And I do have some crew neck sweatshirt designs that I'm working on right now. They're being tested. So if those pass my standards, those will be in the shops in the next few weeks. Okay. And they will be spooky themed because we're about to get very spooky. Yes. Okay. So bearing off of the fall and winter, get your spooky gear on. Yes. That's exciting. (laughs) <laughs> and I have another question for you. So what is the hardest part about being a small shop owner? Um, do you think the hardest part is now COVID? Have you had to pivot at all? Can you kind of let us know what it is on the other side? Yes. So I feel like there's a couple different things with being a small shop owner that's very hard. Um, one, as you know, there's a lot of Disney small shops, a lot. So I think it's very hard just to try to stay true to yourself and try to stay unique and have to deal with people that kind of bounce off of your, your ideas or your creativity. So I think that's hard. So I'm I'm always trying to stay true to myself and be unique and come up with things that are different that nobody else has that will make me stand out. So I think that's a hard part. And definitely COVID is definitely hard being a small shop. Um, A lot of small shops don't talk about the hard parts, but quite frankly, the past year and a half trying to get inventory and shirts has been a nightmare. Um, before COVID started, I would be able to order from my one warehouse and I'd be able to get everything. I wouldn't have a problem. Now I have to order from five, six, seven different warehouses. Sometimes stuff is on back order for three weeks. Sometimes stuff's on back order for five weeks. Sometimes they're going to say it's going to come tomorrow and it doesn't come for another week. So it's just very hard to deal with that. And here we are year and a half and it's slowly getting better, but it's nowhere near where it used to be. So that's hard. I wonder why the supply is so down. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. It's so weird. I don't know either. Well, that seems frustrating. Like if you're, if you promise someone something and you're like, you know, the shirt should be here and then I'll make it and then I'll get it out to you whenever. And it just doesn't happen. Yeah. It does. It's it's really hard. And it's like, I hate letting people down. Like that is just, if I promise you something, I'm going to follow through my promise and I'm going to make sure you have it. So like when that's out of my control, that really hurts on me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think customers need to realize too, that um, it's, it's out of your control and we can't like bark and yell and cuss at Marissa when she could not control that, you know? So yeah, for sure. Be respectful of everyone in that industry, for sure. It's hard. So hopefully soon we'll be back to normal. But yeah. And being a small shop owner, you guys have to go through these trials and tribulations, but there's so many good things about it. And being on Etsy and doing this small shop entrepreneurship that you're doing. Yeah. And could you give a little bit of advice if someone wanted to start a small shop or um, if they wanted to open a new magical design company? What is your advice to them? So my first advice is to go for it. If I would have told myself three, four years ago, listen, in three, four years, you're going to build a shop and you're going to be your own owner and you're going to do this full time. I would have laughed. I would have never thought I would be able to be where I am today and do what I love full time. And here I am. 
So my first advice is to go for it. And my second advice is to stay true to yourself, stay true to your brand and always be unique. And it will take you as far as you want to go. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> so we obviously love you. We love Lily and Cohen. We, we just want to talk about your brand so much, but are there really two words that you could give our listeners to describe your brand? Okay. So I would say two words are magical. And I would say casual, magical and casual. I like this information. Yes, that is perfect. Thanks. Because even when I go to the park and I wear Lily and Co. apparel, like I feel comfortable. I feel magical. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm casual. Like I love it. That's another one. Comfy. I like that one. Comfortable. <laughs> And talking about who's going to wear your clothes, it's not just going to be Casey. I mean, it's going to be the whole parks. But if there was a specific Disney character wearing your brand, if they were almost your brand ambassador, uh, who would it be? Okay, I think I would definitely have to pick Minnie Mouse. Like, she is just the star of the show. So I would definitely say her. Yeah, I was going to say Daisy. I don't know why. Like, Miss Sassy Daisy wearing her Lily and Co. apparel. I could totally see that with like a little pocket tee. That would be so cute. I agree. I agree. Well, Marissa, this was so fun. Listen, again, thank you. Thank you so much. We know how busy you are. And I just appreciate you so much for doing this. I hope you had fun. I did. I had so much fun. And thank you to Kara. And thank you to Casey for having me today. It has been such a pleasure. And I'm so honored to be here with you guys today. You're so sweet. So remind the listeners one more time where they can find you. And I'm sure they're already browsing through your shop, but go ahead and remind them where they can find you. (laughs) (laughs) So you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook, but again, we are on Instagram more and our handle will be Lillian Co Apparel. And you can also find us on Etsy and that will be Lillian Co Apparel as well. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, you guys, the Why We Disney team just appreciates your love and support. Make sure that you love and support Marissa now that you know her story. You have a story now behind a business that is not just some mass produced, like there's no one behind the scenes, but there is someone behind the scenes and she's working really hard. And obviously her standards are so high, like, you know, you're going to get a good quality product in. So please head over to her shop and check her out. Also make sure that you follow us, follow all of our social medias. We have so many of them. Make sure you subscribe to our monthly newsletter and we love you guys so much from Karen and I. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye.